Vernon, Vernon, the heating and cooling specialist. The name says it all. When you focus solely on indoor comfort for 43 years, well, you get really good at it. Get your heating or cooling system tuned by a Vernon specialist today for only $69. Vernon's 60 to 90 minutes of meticulous system inspection guarantees energy savings or the tune-up is free. Now that's a value. Go to vernonheating.com. Greetings and salutations, everybody. Welcome in today for the 82nd episode of the Podwans Podcast. I am joined by my co-host, Harith. What's up, everybody? Luke is not here at the moment. He is busy, but he will be here within the next few minutes. But as for right now, we're going to be taking it. We're going to be carrying on our show without him. So um, we got a good handful of guests on today as we're going to be talking about season two, episode 18, right? Seven, six, 17. I think it's 17. Um, I don't know, Harith, you can correct me. I think uh, it's the episode is titled The Honorable Ones. This is going to be diving into Agent Callus and Zeb's story and them uh, being trapped on a planet and them, you know, putting their differences aside and coming together to solve a common problem. Uh, and uh, we got a few guests on today to talk about that. But anyways, Harith, are we ready to go? Yeah, just about. All right, let's get into the show. <sighs> The Jedi Knights are all but destroyed, and yet your task is not complete, Inquisitor. The Emperor has foreseen a new threat rising against him. The Podwans Podcast. We are back. Okay, so our first guest on today, she's made her probably her 500th appearance on our show, and she's also the uh, the honorary uh, fourth member of the Podwans Podcast. Uh, You mean the person that Luke apparently fired? Yes, which is ironic because they are, I'd say they're pretty close. Huh. Uh, she Love is it. the biggest Agent Callus fan that I have ever met and know to this day. And she fits perfectly with today's episode. But let's bring in Alanis and not a Kyber. And Harith, you were correct. I was fired um, by Luke. So, which is unbelievable. Back again. In I the mean, how place. can he? Trash, P- pure trash. But hello, um, your intro was 100% correct. I am Agent Callus's biggest fan, and Disney is criminal for not giving him to me. Well, they haven't given him to anybody yet. <laughs> but specifically yet, me. Because we like, have yet to see him outside of Rebels. Like, at, well, I mean, like, okay, technically, um, you can count the fact that in whatever that online, like, trading card bullshit game thing is, uh, he did like, recently get a card. Galaxies? Yeah, some heroes. I don't know. I almost bought it, and then I really had to like rein myself in. Um, so I mean, something kind of in a way. And there was one comic that came out after Rebels that kind of um showed him post uh, you know, Rebel times. Okay, so I mean. Other than but not like, really, that's other, just like the other than a trading card game in Rebels, we haven't gotten much Agent Callus. <laughs> no, but, but I mean, like, but in due Disney? time, in due time, yeah, they could in just email me. Come. Disney, right. I'll keep your secrets. All right, so we have Alanis on as our first guest. Alanis, where can the good people follow you? Uh, you can follow me at Not a Kyber on literally everywhere. Uh, you can follow me at Discovering the Galaxy on TikTok. That is where I talk about my Star Wars class. We made cosplays. Hey, hey. Uh, and it was mm-hmm. really cool. And today we made PSAs that actually turned out very funny. Um, and you can also follow me at Isn't a- Is Agent Callus back? 
All right. Let's bring in our second guest on today. He is our friend from across the ocean or across the, the across the pond. My bad, across the pond. Uh, he is actually one of the uh, the two sisters of our Game of Thrones rewatch shows, and uh, he comes on to talk about Agent Callus and Zemorelios. Let's bring in our good old buddy Arya Stark, aka Grandmaster Bill. Bonsoir, hello. Thank you for the honorable introduction. Uh, yes, you can find me here every week watching Game of Thrones. This is my first time, and it's actually kind of fun, and it's not all boring, I swear. Also, it's going to be a while before they get to this, but we're not going to say what. The bail had something spoiled by, of all things, Family Guy? Like, what was going on with that bail? We are not going to talk about that. I'm still fucking furious. <laughs> um, yeah. But, uh, yes. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Hope everything's going good with you, Bale. Uh, Bale, where can uh, the good people find you on the social medias? They can find me uh, TikTok at Grandmaster Bale, Instagram at Grandmaster Bale as well, Twitter at Grandmaster Bale, and every Sunday or ish on Pod One's podcast for the Game of Thrones rewatches. Also, yes. Kenny's very hyped. Yeah, Kenny. Well, I love the energy. In Kenny was here when today. when when a legend comes onto your podcast, people naturally get excited. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, Kenny. and no, I don't have any ego. <laughs> yeah, Kenny's a dedicated pod wanderer. Up, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm I'm glad you're here, Bill. And our third and final so. guest on today, she is one of the most known Rogue One fans out there, and she has been on our show a few times. And she's coming on to talk about Agent Callus and Zeb and the whole shenanigans between the two. Let's bring in Stardust M. Hello, long time no see. <laughs> hey, Em, how you doing? I'm I'm doing okay, better than I was last week. <laughs> better, yeah. <laughs> but uh, Em, where can uh, everyone find you on social media? Uh, you can find me on TikTok at Stardust M, uh, on Twitter and Instagram at underscore Stardust M, and you can also listen to my podcast because we're on Relay with my co-host Liv and Hay. Uh, we have an exciting interview with Alyssa Wong coming out soon. Oh, that's awesome. so fun. Awesome. Uh, that's good to hear. Um, and also heard that you guys got a, got lucky enough to get a panel at Celebration. Yeah, Liv and uh, Hay... They're doing a solo panel with some other um, uh, besties, and uh, they also are going to be on a panel about cosplaying uh, from the books and the comics. So awesome! Actually, yeah, congratulations! Yeah, yeah it's I'm good very to hear proud of them. Yeah, but um, without further ado, um, before we begin, obviously we have our icebreaker question. That I'm going to ask all three of you. Uh, Harith, you, you can come in as well. Uh, uh, I guess I can come in. Oh. So, the the whole what happens in this episode is Agent Callus and Zeb get stranded on a planet. And I want to ask all of you guys if you were to get stranded on a planet with someone, who would it be and why? See, I feel like my heart is giving me a million answers, but my brain is just giving me one. You, 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 I'll give you. I'll give you. So, Alanis, you cannot say any of the characters that were in this episode. No, I'll, I'll make it a little bit. I'll, I'll filter it out for you. You cannot I, reuse. I, the characters I think Alanis and Bell are thinking the same answer. No, I would never want to be stranded on a fucking planet with that guy. I'd blow my brains out. 
I love that man to death, but I only love the Thrawn that I have crafted in my brain. If I actually look at that man and think about him as a person, infuriating. Uh, we would not get along. I just imagine like, like, Thrawn just dropping some stats about like the planet's temperature and some stupid shit and how like that relates to your escape. And I would just be like, shut the fuck up. Like, what are you even talking about? I don't know what a port site is. So, um. <laughs> are we are we talking this from a functional perspective or for a uh, just just whatever perspective? I assume it's more of a just whatever perspective. Just whatever, just whatever. Okay. You... Oh goodness, Babu Frick. Babu. What? Babu Frick. That's what? Babu. Babu. He's a good engineer. He can mess with droid bits. And to be I quite mean, honest, I like the company. He's cool. I like Babu Frick. He would have fixed the transponder faster than Zeb did. That's, that's exactly. Yeah. I mean, you can't Emma. tell me he's not efficient at his job. He lit lifesaver, saved the galaxy. That's what I'm gonna say. And he's potentially the coolest thing about the Rise of Skywalker. So incorrect, but <laughs> true. I mean, Emma, if you're, if you're, I think where you're gonna go with this, I hope it's not the route you go with this. But if you are, it's gonna be an interesting reason why. But but yeah, Emma, let's hear who you would like to be stranded on a planet with and why. Saw Guerrero. Oh, oh Saw Guerrero. Okay. I thought you were gonna go Cyril. I was be like, that would be the worst oh. option. Saw I, I love I Cyril saw very, very dearly, and I'm sure I'll talk about him because I have thoughts about the Callus and him connection. But uh, I would kill him if we were stuck together. Valid. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if I were to be stranded on a planet with anybody, I'd probably go with. Uh, Wait. M, important. Which saw? Like, oh, so what era? I think your internet froze. Are we talking Onderon saw? Or are we talking about partisan Because, saw? like, here's I, my I, thing I, hot take Onderon saw, smash. <laughs> that, you know what? I don't blame you. Even like post Clone Wars Bad Batch saw. No, I yeah, would, I would I would still totally agree with that, hundred percent. I would say probably not Rogue One saw because ah! you'd be limping around the place and needing a respirator. Well, I don't trust that respirator working. Like, that could be a debate. I've I've read enough fix. I'm. <laughs> I'll just put it out there. There was just one really good one on a uh, Tumblr one time. Oh, we lost them. Yeah, I think sure. the connection dropped out. Yeah, but um, oh yeah. Also, um, Matt Murdock. He would be stuck in a planet with Matt Murdock. Wait, this is this is expanded from Star Wars. I thought it was Star Wars. I don't care if that's not Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I oh no, I, I was going to say, I'll, hell, I'll choose the other options if I can go outside Star Wars. I would never have really to worry about what I look like, and he seems resourceful. <laughs> I hundred percent thought Brooke was going with Daryl Dixon. Not gonna lie, she's going on Star Wars. Yeah, but I mean, but you know. As while she's here, let me, let's take a quick shout out to uh, talk about her store, Far Far Away Factory. If you want to look for any Star Wars, DC, or Marvel merchandise, whether it be earrings, t-shirts, sweatshirts, stickers, and all that fun stuff, you can go ahead and look at her website and Etsy page at Far Far Away Factory. You can also follow her on TikTok at Beatazler, and you can follow her on Instagram at Far Far Away Factory. Go ahead, buy her merch. Harith has merch. Luke has merch. And I'm about to get merch. Don't worry. I have merch. Alanis also has merch. But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> farfaraway.factory.com. But don't worry. I will buy I will buy merch. I'm Wait, Em, I need your answer. I what was the which, question? 
<laughs> oh, which version of Saw are you? Like, what Saw era? Okay. Well, okay. I feel like past Jim, he's a little unhinged. Yeah. So okay. I think ideally I'd want him in his like Rebel Rising era. Um, I love that. I feel like that's pretty solid. You know, he's, he's growing. Thor! <laughs> we got a Thor cameo. Benjamin no, this is Benjamin. Benjamin. Oh, Benjamin. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Well, thank you, sir. <laughs> uh, Austin in the chat said, Sure, and Imwe, and I would pray, to, and we would pray together. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine just you, you two in unison just saying, I'm one with the force. The force is with me. I'm one with the force. The force <laughs> is with me. And they would just go on for a straight hour. It would be amazing. I mean, hey, it worked for him. So, true. Yeah. 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 So I'm eventually assuming... just like, Oh, I just have to go this way. <laughs> So Austin, I'm assuming you would be one of the guardians of the wills. Knowing, you know, you I mean to be with Shuret, it would be like it would be cool. I mean, he would just whip everybody's ass and he would that have like true. really powerful insight. But he would pray a lot. He, <laughs> he would, would be pray good at like hunting food. He like eagle flies down, he could just Pat said, I just want to be alone with my choochie. I'm not at all getting rescued. <laughs> I'm saying Qui-Gon, by the way. Qui-Gon. Because, like, one, he's going on that planet with something. You know, we're going to be able to vibe for at least a little bit. Maybe a couple nights. Um, <laughs> two, I think he's got a lot of cool stories. I think, pers- obviously, personal stories. Um, but also just, like, you know, Jedi lore stories. Um and I don't know, even if I wasn't force sensitive, I feel like he'd move some rocks for me to make yeah. me laugh. But so I also feel I'm like that would make you laugh. But I also yeah, I'd be like, that's so fucking funny. You're moving a rock. That's so pointless. Anyway. Like, what are yeah. you doing that for? But I also feel like Qui Gon would go on some bullshit about the will of the force mit brought us together to get trapped on this planet. And you're just I'd like, be like oh, the will of the force. <laughs> If you so want to call it that? Is that what the kids are calling it nowadays? So Atlanta, using your logic, the very last scene in the Last Jedi where Ray comes to crate and she's lifting all those rocks, I mean, that must have had you rolling on the floor. Oh, right? that's like, another girl. good answer. Ray's a good answer as well because she's a really good scavenger. I would just about this question. The more I think I about better actual answers. Yeah, because I mean, you could also be with someone that you really like, but you also have to think. Will this person help me survive, or will I, this person kill me? <laughs> I I would like to think like that, but my annoying brain thinks logically about these things. Um, if we're going for shits and gigs, I, well, I think Babu Frick is kind of more of a shits and gigs answer, to be honest. But um, yeah, yeah. So Lena said Qui Gon, Bale said Babu Frick, and I don't feel like he's like hundred percent certain on who he wants. M has Saw Gerrera, and then Harith. Who did you pick? I haven't got picked one yet. I was gonna say Quinlan Voss. Quinlan Voss. Ooh, huh. Ooh not a bad choice. Psychometry would come in handy. Yep. Why didn't I say Cal Kestis, Damn it! Sorry. Oh, mm, Cal would have been good too. I mean, I'm gonna go pretty easy here. I'm gonna go Hano Anaka because he he just finds a way. He's like he finds a way. I would I would also kill him. <laughs> Hondo, you if would... I wasn't, if I, I get was fed sober. up with him so quick, I just imagine you being like, I smell. Pro- so, Em, you must really like going to Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> <laughs> you don't, oh, shame. 
I know. Hopefully this summer. <laughs> Yeah. you know what actually my second choice hot take palpatine I mean, hey, you could fry your food for you. <laughs> Lightning I don't know. figures. I'm not even talking just like survival. I'm just thinking about like interesting people to hang out with. He would probably kill you to extract your life essence, though. That's the thing. Yeah, but I, I just want to, I, I, I don't know that maybe this is like my slight narcissism complex, but like, I just want to have a conversation. Like I want to like, I'm actually Palpatine. Oh, to be fair. <laughs> that's like, that's I, and he can kill me right after. <laughs> I, that's all I want. that that that's that's a good like end quite like yeah but quite is it the the one person that wants to um actually palpatine <laughs> literally <laughs> you're just like i want to pick his brain yeah i'm just like i want to be like what makes you so goddamn awful everything <laughs> literally <laughs> <laughs> um all right uh everyone in the chat as we move on to the next section go ahead and say who you would like to be stranded on a planet with and why um but anyways oh yeah we got chris in here hello what have we here his Uh, favorite one you having every single a time a, he enters a Lando the photo op? the pod ones says uh <laughs> what makes you think Atlantis doesn't want him to suck the life force out of her oh I mean, someone made an edit of young Palpatine as you better uh, calm Tom down Hiddleston, the pod ones and I was like, this can never happen. well that was supposedly I going know to be Matt a thing Smith wasn't was it yeah supposed oh Matt Smith to because I am not strong robbed enough as a person to handle that. Um, so I I'm okay with that just being a theory and like a fun edit. I want it. I I sorry. I've been a, I've been a Matt Smith stand since my like childhood of watching Doctor Who. I need him in more stuff. I mean, I think Matt Smith would be an interesting young Palpatine, Oh, would you fantastic! given the right material. Look how he does Damon. He does Damon fantastically. Yeah, I hate Damon a whole lot, so I'm sure he can improve Damon a Well, lot. no, 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 that's what I'm saying. You hate his guts. It's you're supposed to. All right. Without further ado, Let's do the icebreaker to the icebreaker. the icebreaker to the icebreaker. Or Harris, you want to, you want to, you want to just tag team the story? No, let's do do it. Do No, it. I thought we were doing explain the episode in two sentences or less. I mean, I feel like one icebreaker is enough. Let's icebreak the icebreak. No, nah, I feel like we can <laughs> we can do the story. okay. Forget Lucas Egan. Yeah, it's almost it's almost been a half hour. He, He, he lost his chance. yeah, and that's his fault for taking the opening segment. But anyways, let's dive into the story of today's episode, The Honorable Ones. Obviously, the person on in the intro is not here, and he's not going to be speaking at all. Uh, Hera, you and I will be taking the reins for the story. So, the beginning of the episode, they are on their way to Geonosis. Um, I'm not, I'm forgetting what they were looking for exactly. Do you remember, Harith? Um, I do not remember. I'm I'm but the they worst were going at this. to they were going to Geonosis, and they were scanning the life forms on the planet, and they ended up finding out that there was none on the planet. They were all dead, and and um. Uh, Rex was like, "No way! There's there's billions of bugs there," and so they go. They see this construct outside orbiting the planet, and they want to go Sick check catalyst out and see what information. reference. Yeah, Sick. and they want to go and see what information is in there, but it ended up being a trap. Stormtroopers were surrounding the group, and Callus was there. So when they were fighting off the group, Zeb and uh, Callus, uh, Zeb kept on fighting while everyone else went back to the ghost. Zeb got separated, 
tried to take an escape pod out. Callus followed him, and then they ejected. They were going towards Geonosis. One of their engines got hit. They went down to the 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 ice moon of Baron, which is what it's called. It's called Baron. Of so course, you know that. Boom. Yeah, I mean, I do my research every once in a while. But yeah, they get stranded there. Uh, what kind of research are you doing over the char? Inside of a uh, an empty tavern or a, or a cave, um, where uh, it's freezing cold. There's no heat other than um, the heat that they have from the lamp and the in the eventual rock that they find inside of that little uh, that little exhaust or whatever it is called. Uh, but um, Harith, uh, what's the uh, the first question? Of uh, the story. All right. Uh, Callus explains to Zed that he still d- didn't have the bow rifle that was gifted to him after investing into the Lassad. How do you think the news affected Zeb after he looked at Callus? How long was Neil Armstrong actually on the moon? When did Europe start speaking English? Did Marco Polo really go to China? Curiosity Stream is the streaming service for all things history, plus science, wildlife, and more. What's the real story behind the Mona Lisa? We've got that. What caused the collapse of Rome? We know. Where did we find mankind's earliest ancestor? Come find out. For the holidays, get the gift of curiosity with 25% off gift cards for your curious cohorts. It's holiday shopping season at curiositystream.com slash gift. Looking to give back this holiday season? Donate to the Army Historical Foundation. For 40 years, the Army Historical Foundation has ensured our nation never forgets the sacrifices of those who serve. As the Army's nonprofit partner, the Foundation constructed the National Museum of the United States Army. The Foundation's work also extends beyond the museum's walls, restoring artifacts, touring historic battlefields, and remembering all we owe to America's Army veterans. Donate today at armyhistory.org. Wait, wait, wait. Read the first part of the question again. Luke words this in the weirdest way, so I'm blaming the Eggman here. Callus explains to Zed that he didn't still have the bow rifle, but he was gifted it after besting another Lasat. Okay, How do you okay. think that news affected Zeb? I was about to um actually him, okay. but I understand what he was saying. Um... <laughs> <laughs> you could just do it anyway. We'd actually find it quite funny. Um... I think for Zeb, um, I think the whole conversation must have been very jarring. Um, Because if you think about it, like, all of Zeb's trauma and, like, kind of projection as a character is based around his perceived failure to his people. Um, And Callus is kind of in the middle of that. So I think this kind of almost heart-to-heart conversation must have been just so overwhelming and confusing after like everything Callus did. Mm-hmm. M. Yeah, I mean, because I think uh, sometimes because of like this is like you know the beginning of where we're seeing more of Callus, but I also think it really affects how the audience views him as well as up like because we learn in like the first episode doesn't he like basically is like i'm gonna finish what the empire started by <laughs> killing you and you're like whoa yep. okay um <laughs> so i think the fact that like yeah like callus or zeb's assumption that like he just hated the lasats but the fact that like he kept the bow rifle as like this almost respect thing i think yeah then he starts to have this moment of like oh he's different that he seems it's not just like 
this one dimensional sort of villain and it's and it's supposed to be like you know Seb and the audience are experienced the same thing like Callus is not some like one dimension m- dimensional imperial villain he also has like a backstory that Zeb never thought about or the fact that like yeah he would have respect for an opponent that he had beaten so much to as to like keep it the weapon that he right or like as like like the not culture says like rightfully earned um yeah yeah uh bail well i think it's it's a very interesting thing to look at because it it brings in a thing that we don't often really see in star wars and that's trying to humanize both sides um and because it, it starts introducing nuance to callus and why he did the way that he did as um em and alanis have already already said and i think that's an incredibly interesting thing to have especially with an imperial because it's something we don't see a lot they're always branded as the bad guys uh they're always just evil with usually very little explanation um and it's interesting to always see a little bit of well this is their backstory because it, it doesn't necessarily allow you to relate to the character, but it allows you to almost emphasize with them in a, in a sense. Um, and to it, it, it makes you really realize there's a person behind every person in the Empire. It's not all just a bunch of faceless, mindless, evil bastards. It's just everyone's their own individual. And I think that's one thing that it does, does do very well, um, especially for a Rebels episode, yeah. No, well said. Yeah. And I mean, when you get to that scene where they're talking about the bow rifle staff, because Callus is hurt. And then when he's when he puts his bow rifle staff against his leg to kind of stabilize it a bit. Mm. And he's like, uh, and then Zeb's like, looks like you reconfigured your bow rifle staff for course quarter combat. Um I tried Steve Blum impression. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. <laughs> I, 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 I'm sorry, Steve Blum. I'm sorry. Don't 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 hurt me. All right. I'm sorry I botched your voice, but they um, they go through all these different obstacles while they're inside that cave because Callus is complaining that he's cold, and then Zeb's like, "Suck it up," and then um, and then they go to over, they try to find a way to escape, and Zeb tried first by climbing the walls, falls immediately down, and then Agent, and then Callus is like, "Oh yeah, I can figure out a way to get up there, but you need to like, you know, be uh, you need to help me out. You need to make sure that I get out too." Right, you got him and your gun. Yeah, and then the the native the animal. I'm forgetting. It's like a, I think it's called a a bonzami. Um, those those giant beasts that come out of the cave that are in there that attack uh, the two, and uh, the and then Zeb's fending them off, and then Callus is like, "Wait, should I help or should I not?" And then Zeb, uh, Callus ends up helping him, which I mean, which was the first step as to how their relationship and their friendship kind of built a little bit in their trust. Was that okay? Yeah, we can work together. It's not you know one on one in this instance. And then they fend him off. And then Callus is like, "You got to climb the pillars to get up because you know what's holding up this entire cave is the pillars, not the walls." And they end up somehow getting out. Which the way that they got out was absolutely crazy. With how <laughs> the well, bow rifle step was on graduated first from the Royal Imperial Academy, so he knows a <laughs> thing or two. Uh, hey he didn't he didn't escape from his education he escaped because zeb threw him really high <laughs> and he practiced those skills at the royal imperial academy at the, at the royal which he graduated imperial. first from when you know oh, there just it just has training of like all right now you're upside down get out of this <laughs> yeah you got episode five luke skywalker 
true. Yeah, and then um, they ended up when they fed off the first one, they wait a little bit. They try to figure out, and then they find this little hot rock, and he, uh, Zeb gives it to Callus. And like, oh yeah, here you go. Warm up a little bit, buddy. And um, and then next time, two of them come, and then they actually have to try to escape. Well, and think... then they ended up doing some crazy maneuver where Zeb throws him up, and then um, Zeb uses the horn of the beast to kind of propel himself up towards the hole on top of the cave. Uh, I was gonna add something in quickly. I think the the fact that Zeb gave that rock to Callus as well also speaks volumes on Zeb as a character because he's often quite blunt is the mm-hmm. word i guess he's very just dismissive cracks a lot of wise jokes and insults but the fact that when he saw his enemy a like a literal person that, someone who committed genocide on his people suffering on the floor he gave him that hot rock mm-hmm. granted probably didn't help an entirely large amount but it helped somewhat, which I think is a real strong way of showing some of the core aspects of the rebellion as opposed to the Empire, where the Empire would have just taken that rock and whoever the hell the hell it kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I and think then the which... other thing with the rock as well is the fact that I think for most of um, Callus's career, basically, he did not see the rebellion as people. Um, you see them as humans, though. Right, and here's the thing: this is actually relatively new to Callus's Wikipedia page because I do check it frequently. Um, <laughs> as my cat is like, like I've been the great so with you today. I am so sorry. Benjamin's being so bad. Um, anyway, they recently added a little portion to the end of the story um, where he talks about the attack on his platoon from the Lasat mercenary. And at the very end, it basically says that he was later asked to recount his story to this person. Um, it's like uh, Andressa Devo. And apparently the details of the attack, according to the article, were so bad that she was reluctant to, like, copy it down. Like, she didn't want to yeah. put it down because it was so, like, awful. And I think that adds a whole nother layer to the scene um especially like just from what Kyle says we can tell that he definitely has an animosity and through his actions um but i think because of that one circumstance he just lost the ability to see humanity in people mm-hmm. which is totally think, on him I like that's, that's like really a him good way thing. of viewing it yeah and you know, it even shows, like, I think he stopped seeing humanity in a lot of things. Like, again, my favorite thing to reference is in the first uh, episode, he literally kicks a stormtrooper off of a cliff. <laughs> like, he's on your side, buddy. Like, he is on <laughs> your side. And, like, what are you doing? So, I think he just kind of forgot how to be a person. And I think being one-on-one with not only a rebel, but a Lasat. um mm. I think made him be like, oh my god, like he has a backstory as well. Yeah. I'm not just the only person in the world that bad things happen to. Mm-hmm. You also realize mm-hmm. as well by the end of the episode that because he tries to have that interaction with Constantine. I know I'm jumping ahead a little bit here, but he's like, oh, Admiral Constantine. So he's just like he's look literally just staring at the table, Agent Gallus, and then walks off. Mm-hmm. Like again, it's yeah, what Alana said. <laughs> but I also feel like 
it's in Callus's nature that he also could have lied about the events a little bit just to like make it seem like that the Lasats didn't just gift him the rifle and he kind of killed it and took it. But I mean, Harry, the other thing about it though, this was really uh, um, as well as the context a of the changing situation. moment of Callus. This was a very but big he moment. didn't get the bow rifle when during the platoonist did it. He got yeah, it the... during the cleansing of the Lasat. Okay, the Lasat. Person yeah. incident is separate from the yeah. cleansing, cleansing of the because that was with the ion disruptors and that cool. thing. So the Lissot partisan wouldn't have. He is also yet. he is also still alive, I think, mm -hmm. because I think right. those events that, happened before Rebel Rising. I could have sworn that it, Rebel Rising. I could have sworn that it mentions a Lissot in um Inferno Squad as well, because that's and that's the. Uh, because it, it, a, a Lassat thing sounds familiar. I don't know if I'm thinking of the High Republic books when there's the, I think it's Lassat that takes hostage of, I can't remember who they are. It's in uh, Into the Dark. It's the flashbacks for um, what's his face, Comac, and uh, um, I don't. I could have. Oh, there is a Lassat in that. Yeah, one. I don't there's know if I'm getting muddled with that. There's but... also a Lassat in Midnight Horizon. I, I've read one somewhere, and I can't remember if it was the partisan one or if it was the other one. But yeah, the population has increased. Uh, yeah, my in, my brain just in recent Star Wars media. <laughs> I mean, the main one's Fallen Order. Yeah. Yes, true, Jared. That's one thing I never realized he was a Lassat until I'd realized. It's because it's a Lassat in like quote unquote live action, so it looks realistic. Look, You're like, yeah, they look realistic, and I didn't realize because I'm an idiot. And I looked at him, like, oh my god, that's Callus with not Callus. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, it's two in the morning here. My brain's getting a little bit pedazzled. British brain rot. Yeah, British brain rot. <laughs> yeah. Man. But getting back on course, um, once they escape the cave. Callus has a very um, understanding moment with Zeb, with him saying, you know, it wasn't supposed to be a massacre on, on the San. Uh, I was just following orders. The Empire wanted to send a message. You know, I was just doing what I was told. And he was like, I know I, I might have taken all the credit for it, but it really wasn't all his fault. Um, and then so he gave a little bit of closure to Zeb that it wasn't it wasn't all him. It wasn't 100% Callus's fault. And I like the fact that because when when Zeb fixed the transponder, it was open to all frequencies. So it was either the Empire came first or the Ghost crew came first. It was, you know, by chance. Anybody, mm -hmm. you know, first come, first serve. And then the Ghost crew came. And the, the way they were able to, like, kind of, like, acknowledge each other before they left, it was kind of cool. Because Zeb was like, hey, my name's Zeb. And he was like, short for Garazeb. I know. Because I mean, it's like you know, Callus does his research. You know, being a, one of the top students, uh, the top student at the Royal Imperial Academy. We all know this. Yeah. But you <laughs> um, also know who also does their research, Kenny. Kenny does his yeah, derailment number one. Yeah, he. <laughs> okay, we're back on the counter. I do uh, have to say, with that scene um, where Callus is like, "Hey, I was just following orders." Um, I really, I've been recently like thinking a lot about Callus as a character, and in a way, I kind of like the idea that Callus wasn't ready to fully accept his role in that action. So by him saying like, hey, it wasn't just me is less of him like opening up and more of him being like, oh my God, I 
for the first time feel bad about this. And I'm just going to say this to, you know, lessen yeah. what's going on well, in my head. I do think he was genuine, though, but... He was genuine, but it's kind of like when you do something bad at school and you get cornered for it and you say, it wasn't just me. Like, it, it's certainly trying to redirect, saying, well, it wasn't, you know, the other guys did the genocide. I just, I, I, I just in filmed it. it. Like, <laughs> Honestly, I was, I was, I I was the drummer. Worse, but... I was the flute player. Wait, wait, you were on to something. Palace is 100% the person that would film a school fight and be like, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I do think. I think he was genuine because I think too part of it is he was posturing to try to seem worse than he was because that's yeah. what he thought he had to do to like get the oh, rebels. Exactly, yeah. And so like I think when he says, you know, like, oh, I wasn't that big of a part of it, he's just trying to be like I mean, like, yeah, it is kind of what you say, like, oh, it's not well, like I didn't do the whole genocide, but like <laughs> he is trying to be like, you know, in a way it's always it's like it's admitting to like a little bit like his manipulation um the fact that mm -hmm. he used that to get a rise out of Zeb to like twist him especially in like that one fight they have um yeah so in a way it's like kind of this like apology too it's like you know i i said this but like i didn't mean it and you know why i said it because you knew that i wanted to like yeah that. well that look at the like the nature of the empire. A good majority of it is other imperials claiming credit for things they technically wasn't just them, but they use it to raise their standing. Krennic, mm -hmm. the Death Star. Well, Tarkin then literally steals it from Krennic, claims it as his own, gets gets like a promotion. Like it, it makes Callus have a, like a lot more sense, I guess, with with that as well. Mm -hmm. Think about it. Absolutely. But also, that's not totally unrelated because you know Geonosis. <laughs> Oh dear! <laughs> <laughs> no, that that scene when they land on the planet, uh, and then Zeb was like, "I'm I'm surprised uh, Geonosis has such a different terrain." And then Cal's like, "No, that's Geonosis. We're on one of its moons." <laughs> Not Cal's um actually. That that, that, educated, uh, that, that educated mutton chop looking man. See everything from full circle. Imperial Academy education. He really paid attention in his uh, history, <laughs> oh uh, history of the galaxy. You love the Royal Imperial Academy, don't you? He knows I the red know an uncomfortable one. amount about the Royal Imperial Academy. <laughs> I know. Oh it, I literally it's... in this book, I have a list of their courses that they take. That's fucking See, crazy. Alanis, can you confirm this is hey, canon? Hey, that, I mean, uh, you're yes. in character. I mean, you I mean, that, I mean, that's you in character. You're a teacher and you're teaching a Star Wars class. And the fact that you have all of the Imperial Academy's uh, courses written down. It, Just it, as it, long it, as you don't put it on your curriculum, it, it's, it's fine. It, it's it's you. <laughs> no, like this, this entire like page right here. That is all facts about the academy, like classes, teachers. Well, that's from Thor, um, the first Thrawn book as well. As Cal's, yeah, that's where right? most of the information comes from, um, and a little bit of Lost Stars. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. Okay, because it's CMA and everyone, yeah. Yeah. Pain. All Which right, are. and then and then to finish off the story, we have Zeb escaping, and uh, I mean the Ghost Crew had no idea that Callus was there. And he was like, oh, it wasn't that bad. And then Ezra's like, I'm cold. He's like, you've been out here for two seconds. He's like, two seconds too long. And then they, they leave. And then Callus gets picked up. Uh, Why do you know that dialogue? 
Also, funny enough, I'm gonna say this. I'm, I'm gonna say. Guy. I like to remember. Uh, things. Also, I'm gonna say this on the podcast. Bale and I were watching this episode together. And I literally go, "That's just literally Carter. You can't change my mind." Uh, yeah, no, we we literally yeah. five minutes before the the podcast was supposed to start. And then uh, Callus uh, brings the rock with him. And then uh, he goes into his chambers and he puts the rock on his little, uh, little fellas. He has. <laughs> fellas, is it just guys being dudes? <laughs> fellas, is it gay to take the little warming <laughs> rock? You know, it's just completing the enemies to lovers arc. You know, it's just starting it. Honestly, I know all I... have some thoughts on them being lovers by some people. Benjamin, <laughs> Benjamin yeah, I ben just Polo is not in that relationship. No, I just watched him rip down an entire row of shirts that had hanging up. Oh, the cat is a menace. Why do you think Benjamin's for, or Star Killer Char? He's angry. He's angry. Yeah, no. and he wants, Benjamin's he wants actually Benjamin. canon. But yeah, I was like, canon, canonized <laughs> Benjamin. my curtain. Alanis, Sir. Get, get Benjamin is yarn. You are, f- no. you are way more tolerant with your cats than I am. Well, he's exploring. He's still a baby. <laughs> also, Chris's comment right here is perfection. First stone in the foundation of their relationship. Oh, wait, I like that. I mean, it, it's, it's true. I mean, that's the first time they actually, you know, had to come together and it's work It's the fact it's the only Atlantis. item he has in his room as well that's, oh. that's so depressing. Atlantis, do you remember headcanon too about how he said whenever Callus is like he learns about a rebel's death. He would and put they make the stone them. to make a memorial for them. That's horrible. That's horrible. We made this worse for ourselves. Anyway, we have a shared headcanon that after Callus joins the rebellion, um, anytime he finds out that a rebel dies, he like adds like a rock or like something to like a little shrine that he made for himself. Because since he knows all of the awful things he did with the Empire, can't be solved um that he could create something um beautiful out of it why why if you have t-mobile 5g home internet you might be hearing this why a lot why every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours why why because your network gives priority to cell phone users why Why? good question why not switch to cox internet with two times faster download speeds than t-mobile 5g home internet during peak hours okay stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5g home for details t-mobile prioritizes certain t-mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion At Henson, we're looking forward to the holidays, and that means more time in the kitchen. Now, imagine your trusty kitchen knife had a wobbly handle. You'd be nervous. Well, the same is true in shaving. Most razors on the market today don't support the blades well enough, allowing them to flex and bend. This is the source of razor burn. At Henson, we used our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to solve this problem, supporting the blade so you can use it confidently. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com slash holiday. Hmm. That is nice. This is for a character that has one hour, 32 minutes, and three seconds of screen time. People. Anytime you guys just bring up the time stamp, you just got to bring it up whenever you get a chance. You mean show time. I did math. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But Char. Yes, but without further ado, um, ironically enough, he's uh, here at the end of a segment. Let's bring in Luke Egan. Welcome to the Eggman. <laughs> hey Luke Egan, how are you? By the way, I'm the only person that Alanis has. I, I, I'm the only person that Alanis has fucking 
put Agent Callus over, so that's true. That is canon. Yeah, I mean, I, I take that as a very high achievement, Luke. It is very that. That's gonna be on my next resume. I'm just saying. <laughs> my kind of an accomplishment. You know, you know what? I can't wait for. I can't wait for the celebration profile pick with Callus over Luke again. Oh, upgraded and approved. No, I gotta get. It was cute and funny once. Then it just gets spiteful after the second. <laughs> then you're just you're just saying that I'm not. Or I'm not you know, Luke, you could That's... you know just be just have a hey, cow cosplay. You know. You know what? I was up for it, and she she never took the bait. So this isn't on me. This is on her. <laughs> Hmm. I'm oh, not gonna uh, comment. There you go. Hey, because you know that you're wrong. Check, checkmate. No, I'm right. All right, sorry. But Luke, hey, good segment, Luke. Uh, but let's move on know, to right? my segment of what's the job there. Also, a new intro for our segment. We do have a new intro oh, for myself. Yeah, the lore, right. the lore yeah. segment of today's episode, the honorable ones. Yeah. Let's hear it. Did he combine three interesting facts and lore? That's a good yeah. one. <gasps> hey, that's, that's that's a two for one sale right there. All right, so we dive into the lore of the honorable ones. So the lore for today's episode is enemies becoming allies. In this episode, or it's lovers. Senator... lovers in this case, lovers, lovers. That's about. That's what hey, I say. Allies. Lovers. At this all point, I, allies. All okay. I gotta say, all I gotta say is, Callus is definitely bottom. I mean, it's canon. Even Steve blames like they're fucking guys. Come on. Zeb, Zeb, Zeb does okay. all of the work. Luke, you're, you're, all right, Kenny, we're drilling with a can of worms that I don't know if it should be opened. But Alanis, what are your thoughts on uh, Callus being a bottom? Tell me. Um. Yeah, I can see it. it I, like to be honest with you, I really think it takes Callus a long time to warm up to uh, the idea of sex. I uh, I don't think but he's yes. like a hit it and quit it type of guy. Um, clearly he has attachment issues because his entire platoon was killed and he didn't get to say goodbye to them, obviously. So man's got some baggage. Um, and also the entire, so true. yeah. And like the entire time in the empire, so he couldn't like build relationships. Also his best friend, Jovan, that he grew up with, he had to arrest. Real, real, real quest, real quick. I don't know why I said real quest. I do show up. Okay. I am here. You're just 44 for minutes late. One episodes. <laughs> Actually, I've only missed one other episode. No, you've missed. You missed. You missed more than one. It's perfectly acceptable. No, it's I've only missed. I've only, I, no, I really only. I've never missed an episode. I swear. I swear it was. While Luke's uh, attendance is very interesting, I'm going to continue talking about Callus. Oh, okay, um, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Just go ahead. Him. Just here. Here, it's now the Alanis Callis show. Thank you. Everybody I was waiting just for that. Go ahead. Thank you. I was waiting. Can I get a crown too? I've been no. waiting. No. Um, you don't. You don't get a crown. You, you'll get then, imperial off. Then your hat. ego goes all the way. But up Luke, here. you need to do water. give it to her because she got fired from the show. Yeah, I did get fired. <laughs> don't get into that whole firing. We all know who. We already did at the beginning fired. of the episode. I got fired. But anyway, also the fact that um, Callus, his best friend growing up in the academy, was Jovan. I do think they were together in the academy. Um, they were besties. And then uh, Jovan committed tax fraud. 
Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> literally. No, like literally. So, so is Jovan, I, I swear, not, I'm, I'm not trying. I Honestly, when I hear Jovan, I'm like instant mobster. Also, with the tax fraud. Also, I'm trying to imagine what the tax ban looks like for the Imperials. Oh, <laughs> just... Hey, the IRS and the Imperials I don't, don't fuck around, that's, man. That's why Callus hates Han so much. Is because yeah. Han is just committing so much tax fraud. And Callus, it makes Callus like so upset. Yeah, because Jovan was like re- Or it could be Jovan. It was in a com. It was in a comic, so I don't no, really know. Jovan. I've no, just no, been saying Jovan. It's Jovan now. It's yeah, Jovan. it is. He's- he, he he goes down to the shore every every summer and he and he just, <laughs> just well goes that's hard. literally because he was taking all of the money and he was like using it for himself and when Callus like confronted him he was like hey dude we were friends just like let me go it's like not that bad come on it's happening everywhere down, you, you can join me in the shore later come on man honestly, we can have fun honestly that's so valid of him it's just tax fraud <laughs> literally like, like he's not killing anyone. Um, but then yeah, Callus, uh, things to worry about. <laughs> right? And then Callus arrested him. Just flat out. What? What him. a what a terrible fucking person. What a terrible friend. I mean, let him get away with tax. I mean, I'm just thinking of the scene from Batman the animated series, and Joker's like, I'd rather face Batman than face tax invasion. <laughs> then the IRS. IRS? No, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But anyway, but, um, long story short, Callus would probably be the bottom. Um, but it would sure. take him like very long to get there. In the words of in the words of discount sounds of Stark, he's a power bottom. Yeah. <laughs> or just a bottom. I, 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 at I first he didn't connect the you. discount, and then I was like, when did Sansa say that? <laughs> 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 like, season like, six, episode of Game five. Of get weird. <laughs> yeah, by the way, just like um. Oh my God! I can't believe I'm blanking on her name. Kels. Oh my God! Kels? Fake fan. No, no, not Kels. Sansa Stark. Sophie, uh, Sophie Turner. Sophie Turner Sophie just Turner. turns to the turns to the camera. And goes. Did you know Agent Kels is a <laughs> is a power bottom? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's my favorite scene in Game of Thrones. Been, you know. Honestly, honestly, that probably would be better than the the Starbucks cup when it when that when uh, season seven first aired. Eight. Or, He's an eight. eight. But, but, Big fan. But let's be honest. Let's be honest. Callus is a flea bottom. Oh. Very, very, very tiny. Packing heat. No, no, no. Callus no, is packing. Atlantis, stop living out that dream. He is small dick energy, okay? <laughs> yep. Flea he bottom. left the only place he knew bottom. that was home. He left his See, career and his how does family. that? How does that? How does that? How do? Uh, wait, hold on. So we're saying that he has. Luke accepted. Agent Callus has a bit of bigger dick than you. Move he's on. packing. He's packing, make, Luke. Make it make Move sense. On. It's kind make of it embarrassing that you're having this reaction to a Do you know how character tall that he I like. Is? Yeah, that's about, yeah. Because he's tall doesn't mean he's hung like a horse. Except in this case, it does. It is. It's <laughs> Whoa, 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 whoa. Luke, take your penal insecurity somewhere else. I don't have any insecurities. I just like to argue about this. I mean, this isn't the craziest topic we've had on Pod 1. This still goes to clone fucking. No, I mean, I had literally talking about feral stuff. Remy, yeah, I had to cut out a whole section because we were talking about... About moisture evaporators? No, no, I kept that part in. Yes! I took took out the part where, uh, where I said, hey, Remy, in all seriousness, 
would you sit on on would you sit on his face slick's face she said i would sit on every clone's face and then char pops in and goes even 99 <laughs> wait did this happen after i lose power no it was in the first episode <laughs> all, all, all i will say is that going on a podcast about clones with danielle and oh, remy wow. is a it's, peak, it's peak podcasting it's eye-opening yeah. but anyway sorry Char. I, I i had to derail it go ahead um, but uh, yeah, the lore of today's episode <laughs> is uh, enemies becoming allies. Luke, don't interrupt me. Uh, in this episode, it centers around Zeb and Agent Callus putting their differences aside to survive on the frigid moon of Baren in the Geonosis system. In the franchise, there have been many times where a protagonist and antagonist come together to achieve a common goal. Examples are such as Obi-Wan and Asajj Ventress teaming up to face Maul and Savage in the Clone Wars. Ben Solo and Rey attempting to defeat Palpatine in the Rise of Skywalker, Crosshair saving Omega from drowning after the destruction of Kamino during the first season of The Bad Batch, Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Dooku helping each other escape from their capture of Hato Anaka, and many more. I can. There's so many of them. Last Jedi throne scene. Yep. Yeah, that's probably a better one than the Palpatine one. Facts, <laughs> facts, though. True. Uh, but, yeah, but, but yeah, it could be better, but there's so many. Uh, I can't name them all. That would take forever. Right. Um, it would take as long as Luke's been gone. Um, but if you were uh, Zinger, if you, if you were in a conflict with someone you'd hate, who would you who who would be someone you would hate but would love to team up with? <laughs> Honestly, accurate. You speak. Speak her name and <laughs> she shall appear. <laughs> Good girl. Um, I know Remy would. Uh, it, it would go straight from. It would be Hunter, but she yeah. would not hate Hunter. She would love to. to no, you have to him. team up with someone you'd hate. You hate. I would say. In order oh, to, oh, oh, in what order what to clone does Remy hate? Does Remy hate any clones? That's no, she doesn't. Question. She literally said that she would let she would sit on any clone's face. So, okay. is she really gonna hate any? I love how you're like. I cut this out of the of the episode, but you say it in the podcast. It's just absolutely. Love okay. <laughs> With okay. the question, is this okay. is this bad? Is this bad? Like, if you don't like their actions, <laughs> or you don't like their character? Because that's two different questions. Character, um, character. Yeah. It could oh, be both. Yeah, I this forgot. Is, she is, doesn't like. Super going actions. So, I'm a safe form. My God, what would you just? Actually, actually, no, no, no. There's character. somebody else character, original. Character, God, character, 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 character. Yeah, Luke, you're a fake Pod Ones fan. You were watching in the chat, but you weren't watching it really. But, but I was actually we'll, driving. We'll start with them. We'll start with them. Emma, what's one character you hate in Star Wars, but you would have to team up with in order to survive? Uh, uh, a situation that's putting you in a bad spot. God, I bet I can pick. I bet I can pick it out. I bet I can pick it out. Can't say my answer. I can't say. M, say it. I know exactly what you're gonna say. M, say it. Anakin. Yeah, I knew she was gonna say it. And you know what? I, 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 don't hate that because you know what? He would absolutely do the absolute wrong thing. But he would. He would be so useful in out of a. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I like he would. I mean, like he would definitely save me. Like, I mm -hmm. I don't oh. doubt that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. I don't hate that answer. Also, we 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 knew Chris was gonna say Fox. Like, why are we surprised? I mean, so, 
M said, Anakin, Bale, who is a character you hate, but you would have to team up with in order to survive? Don't say Thrawn. No, yeah. Well, he, he doesn't hate Thrawn. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you gotta hate okay. the person. Well, I was clarifying. Do we hate their actions or their character? You clarified. No, you hate their character. You hate the character. You that's why I said you've clarified so long, That's Let me finish. Bail. I knew what you were gonna ask, and I answered Listen it in my head. I, I I answered it in my head, and it didn't come out of my mouth. So that's just unfortunate. Oh my god. Okay, I'm gonna choose one now. Oh, uh, good. <laughs> about time. About ten minutes later. Can I, are, you, are you done? Wait, hold on. I don't okay, think so I am. We need to grab a guillotine and then find whoever made that question. <laughs> You're under arrest, you piece of crap. You ain't never getting out of prison. Now, Luke, All I need right. to find you a clip. I need to just, I need to find one that I just like. Elias will tell me one, one probably. Elias will find one. The Kenobi crying one. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. No, nah, nah, Elias will find a better no, one. That's, okay. too, right? that's too easy. Too right. easy. Oh. That's too sorry. easy. Sorry, sorry, Bill. Sorry, Bill. There, there are very few characters that I actively hate. That's the thing. Um. <sighs> Bill, <laughs> uh, Bill, you have to have a character you don't like. You do, yeah, you despise. A, yeah, there is. You a, hate their presence. You hate their energy. Bill, you already you know, know what I'm gonna say. Okay, well, I'll go I with one I used like to hate. On a, uh, well, that's the thing because I can't say with the one I used to hate and despise because Zem's already said it. Um, but that's the thing about Star Wars. There's always characters you hate and there's characters you really I'm love. I'm trying to think of one. I'm trying to think of one. Um, go to Alanis and I'll think. Yeah, I was gonna say I can give mine. I can give mine. Um, my Glup Shido answer is Bakif. I hate that motherfucker. Um, from the Ascendancy series. Yeah. Oh, oh good choice. I thought, with, I thought you were going to go with Thurfian. Ah, oh, big Thurf. So, so, um, so do, you hate, do you hate Bakif or do you just like... No, I genuinely hate Bakif because of the last chapter of Lesser Evil. Okay. Valid, um, though. Yeah. Uh, Thurf, I can... He's, he's like fucking annoying. Um, but... He's What's just Bale he doing. Just, Bale's meditating over there. You know, you know, Thurfian just has a big giant hate boner for Thrawn. Yeah, Thurfian's Thurfian's weird. Um, my more not Glupshido answer, um, Arinda Price. I because oh, yes. here's the thing. Um, we can, yes. The both of us could girl boss our way out of any situation. We so would gaslight, gatekeep, and girl boss that fucking galaxy. We both have no morals. I can't stand her, but I think we would work well together. But it would be a very um, fake. Very but fake. she would slay. <laughs> yeah, and then afterwards we would just talk shit about each other for like fucking years. <laughs> like, And once, when you were together, you'd be talking a lot of shit about other people. Oh, exactly. 100%. 100%. Pat said, I hate to be, I hate to say this, but team up with Mieber Gascon. <laughs> Mieber Gascon. And then we have uh, Kenny who says, I would say Cody, but Bad Batch... Redeemed him very well. I'm going to say Pawn Crow. I know. Uh, look, you already know my answer. Remember, Wait, Ken, you have to it. survive. Yeah, yeah. Say <laughs> with it. Pawn Crow. Pawn. Uh, sorry, you got me off the, the, the comment. I was going to say Kiati Mundi. God damn it. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Fuck Kiati Mundi. I fucking hate that bastard. What about the Taco the Waka? How about you win a goddamn battle on my No, no. That's not even the worst thing he did. It was the Yoda oh. arc when Yoda's like, oh, I'm talking with Qui Gon. Yeah. You can't talk to the dead. Hey, 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 hey fucking Keanu. forest, hey, hey, Keanu. Hey, 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 Keanu, buddy. Use your two fucking brains for once, jerk. 
by the way, I did not say Yoda because um, the thought That's of having the... to work with him sickens me. <laughs> I couldn't even get over you, you that know, mental you know fact, You could ask, if you asked him, what do you think we should do? He'd say, well... What does your mind tell you you should do? He's like, that's yeah, your he'd some, question. Like, he'd give some fucking oh, half-ass riddle. Um, Wait, I'm imagining... Like, I'm going to just climb on your back and like, want you to do all the work. Yeah. I'm imagining like, it's, it's the exact same situation as Zeb and Callus. You're just He breaks his leg, he falls, and you're trapped with him. I leave him. Bye. I can't believe you literally were... It, it, I, 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 there you go. I mean, Remy is literally Melanis' oh, yeah, daughter. It's canon. No, it's no, seriously. Hey, he's getting he's getting out of that cave pretty easily. Those who uh, curb stomp Yoda together stay together. <laughs> Facts. But uh, Bale, Bale, who did, did you did you go yet? Did you pick one? My what God, my God. Bale, Bale, dude, Bale, you're a Star Wars fan. You took a moment watch. to look at your. Books. I yeah, like, I haven't touched Star hate? Wars. I've been reading Game of Thrones. I so, ah. so time out. So time out. This is yeah. pretty fucking easy. It's it's one, two, three. I would choose Maul. See how easy that's that is. That's a good one two. That's, that's a good one two. I don't hate Maul. I like Maul. I mean, he's literally I into he's two. Not, so I think but, he's but, overrated but, hey. as shit. Thank you, Lou. He's, Thank he's you. literally the worst character. He is basically he, if if he never showed up in Clone Wars, I I wouldn't give a fuck. Yeah, no, Phantom Menace Maul is boring as fuck. Literally, he, he's the, literally the most bland ass character. Clone Wars at least adds some depth and makes him interesting, and then sort of Dathomir Rebel. Even then, he's bland. He's milk toast, as they would call it on Duel of the Ranks. He's a milk toast character. <laughs> milk toast is an excellent I'm pretty sure Jesse's somewhere in the in the um, world planning your um, your assassination for that one. Um <laughs> hey. He's, he's got layers. He's got layers. He's like an onion. So yeah, layers of armor. Layers of armor um, and emotional damage. Fuck. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> Chris, why would you say that when I'm in the room, Chris? <laughs> Chris, why would oh, you? Man. Why would you even bring that up? <laughs> why would you even speak her name, Christopher? You really know um, how to just fuck everything up, don't you, bud? Hey, gotcha. slander spoken. Prince Light. Anyway, any, <laughs> oh okay, Bill. Hey, for the James last Lee. time, Brendan Hawks. Uh, Hawks. There you go. Yay! Yay! Wait, 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 wait. Armitage or Brendel? Oh my the, 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 God! Does it no, why, Char? He the gave us an one. answer. Oh, they're both Armitage. ginger. I was gonna say they're both. The, well, you're down. The one in the movies. Well, you know the what? We're picking, we're picking. We're picking both of General them. Hawks. Armitage Hawks know because he's a little rat. The second he gets his foot squished, I mean, he's a That's spy. That's why I hate him. You know. There you go. I, that's yeah, why I hate him. I was. can't think of how he's that much useful, but that's why I hate him. Was because I'm trying to think of someone that's useful, and I can't come up with a good answer. Don't think of somebody that's useful. I didn't think of anybody useful. I thought I thought Q Adi Monday. Because then, because then when you, because then when you, exactly. Because then when you turn around, it's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. 
Life insurance. What's your excuse for putting it off? Can't afford it? Too much hassle? Think your work coverage is enough? There's a lot of excuses for putting off life insurance, but one big reason why you shouldn't. If the unexpected were to happen to you, who would pay the mortgage, the kid's tuition, and all the other bills? In a time of grief, the last thing you would want is for your family to have to sell the house and struggle to survive financially. At Ethos, we could get you covered in just 10 minutes and boom, family protected. Rates can increase the longer you wait, so no more excuses. Take 10 minutes today and discover the modern way to get the life insurance coverage you need. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's E-T-H-O-S life.com slash audio. I mean, oh, I it's God. over, everybody. The podcast is over. All right. Bye, guys. That's the end of my to career. To be fair, I- yeah, Luke, go, go back for a more, <laughs> more half hour. With Hux is basically just the plot of Phasma. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, yeah. I mean, if you think uh, about actually, it, yeah, they, they I could have said fans really well together, and uh, they both want the same goal with uh, you know taking out Brendel. So, I guarantee the second this episode is done, I'll come up with about twenty people that I would have answered for that. That's all always so. works, Dale. Why, why, why are you surprised? Well, yeah, that, that's why I'm the most annoying person to have on podcasts because five minutes later, I'll re-enter a discussion we had five minutes <laughs> or, ago. Yeah, or, or, I remember those. Or, or you just keep on going, and we can't stop you. It's, it's one or the other. But what? I digress. We all answer that question. Digressing and digressing. Yeah. Anyway. But um, the character I would pick, um, I, I, I hate this character so much, and I don't think that he would help me in any way on this thing, but um, I feel like maybe he could. Uh, General Grievous. Oh, Grievous would be the absolute worst. I I, I hate General Grievous, Slay. but um, Cannon somehow Grievous we would find a way to make dull it. Dull character. He's so is Legends Grievous. Legends no, Grievous Gre- is at least cool. Legends Grievous had a little bit of uh of no, but it, it's Grievous. Is really it's like gold. a little, it's like a little like piece of gold and a shit. You, you 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 had badass wielding saber Grievous, and then you had Mister Wet himself at the smallest sign of trouble Grievous. I prefer badass lightsaber wielding Grievous rather than the one so, that leaves a little trail. So, so, of so let me explain quick. why I hate Grievous. So Grievous, make it quick. Grievous is such before a... I lose power because that's definitely okay. a possibility. You know, like I did during the bad batch reaction. Yes. Okay. So Grievous, he's never beaten a Jedi Master. He can hardly even beat a Jedi Knight. Um, and people, you know, bring him up and you know romanticize him because he has you know more than three lightsabers. Wow, what a guy! Uh, but that's about it. That's that's literally all his character is. He's got lightsabers and uh, he's never he spins really, really fast. All right. Now, with that being said, we're gonna go to Harris uh, section. In my experience. There's no such thing as luck. I just, I just love watching Luke go like completely like, oh my god, what the hell's my life? <laughs> like during the break, I just said I'd bring that to the podcast. I'm sorry. Anyway, by the end of the episode, we see Callus and Zeb come to a mutual understanding of each other. Do you think this event is the first domino to fall for Callus to turn on the Empire? I'm going to Landis first because that's the automatic answer for this. I was gonna just give her the entire segment, but you know, <laughs> um, you know, part of me wants to say yes, but I truly don't think that Callus 
becomes fully immersed within the rebels until through imperial eyes um i think this i, I wouldn't say this is like the first push of a dot like a domino effect i think this is the action of pushing it mm. because honestly yes. if the let's just say something happened with him within the role as fulcrum that he eventually steps into if something went wrong with that or maybe he got like one last you know really good promotion at the end i think that could have swayed callus but i don't think um it, the dominoes actually fell um until through imperial eyes when ezra risked it all to save him risking it for the biscuit no risk it no biscuit Anyway, Bill. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Char, you you should be saying the names. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Wait, we can't. I'm gonna do this. Sorry, Luke wasn't here for the for the first like 50 minutes of the episode. It's All right, time. now we're I'm in control. Jump in, M. Bell. You got something to add? Here we go. I agree. I think that um. I don't think it was the first domino to fall. I think this was the hand pushing the dominoes. I think this was when, because even at the beginning of the episode, you can see how stuck in imperial ways that he is. The fact that he, when they were having that discussion about like how like they managed to like turn rebel sympathizers to the empire. Um, like, so I think this was that moment of like, oh, what I'm doing is bad. I have seen the direct impact of my actions on an individual and, and he comes back and, you know, and then he has this connection with them. And then he comes back to this sterile environment where nobody even like noticed he was missing. Um, and I think it just that, yeah, it all started to like brew within him of like, this is, not right and this is not what i should be doing and like also of course morally or like not morally but like morally yes but also like considering callus's ideals of like order that he clings so deeply to like this is also not like the order that he wants um and the order that he wants to enforce throughout the galaxy um yeah but i agree i think it was i think I think another like big moment was I don't know if that's through Imperial Eyes, but the the moment between him and Sabine and like Wedge when he lets them go and he says, you know, tell tell Garaz that we're even. Even. <sighs> but of course, like and I think that was another moment that really cemented him in this is like what I have to do. This is me being a part of the Empire is is no longer acceptable. God, I love that scene. I'm just thinking about it again. It's such a good scene. Uh, and then just the way they cut the door. Oh, yes. Cinematography. Oh, these some of these one-liner callous scenes that and then the, like the I I uh by the light of Lothal's mood like oh it's so good. Oh uh, you have a heart of a rebel. I'll take that as a compliment. Ah so good. <laughs> Oh. Heart of a rebel. That's what I came back to. What were we talking about? We're talking about Cal's quotes. <laughs> Cal's quotes. Also, but wait, 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 really this. quick. This is actually what the podcast is really like now. <laughs> Pretty much. 
Um, I do want to very quickly derail, um, and this derailing is only is for M and M only. Um, Callus's tight black shirt in season four. Mm-hmm. I think that's the only way they should have depicted him the whole time. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. That something about that last look and his hair is a little bit a little longer. messy. Eddie. Yeah. Yeah. The the fact that nobody like so like I know you were trying to look for it, but the fact that nobody like there's like nobody no cosplay manufacturer making the rebel callus jacket i looked everywhere i just like, wear it every day i just like wear it around i would that would become my everyday jacket it's iconic i just imagine you walking into your high school class wearing the agent callus jacket oh 100 giving a lecture with it oh yeah when i talk about the jedi i wear full jedi robes. yes she does that you know what I, you gotta respect it. <laughs> I forgot what we were actually talking about. I'm sorry. Callus, domino, domino effect. Oh, we'll okay. Turn him. All right, I answered the question. Yes, you did. Uh, Bale. Um, it's the start of a domino effect. Really, it's an eye opener. It's um, finally trying to like. It's finally uh, empathizing and opening channels i guess between the two it's kind of already both been said by by um M and alanis better than how i can word it but it, it's it, essentially an eye-opener really it's you're probably yeah. right yeah oh no that's why i'm saying it. yeah <laughs> <laughs> i love how this episode for bale has now become anything they just said but basically yes yes yes, yes. Well, yes. That's what they said yeah <gasps> We should just start with we should have just well, start with Bale and then let, well, just well, let the well, other this two. Does it, this does it. This does it. He can't be on any episode that Alanis is on. Can't do it. Sorry, through just Imperial just Eyes, it. Bale's been oh, punted. If you start me off the for... throne episodes, I'm gonna kill you. Hey, <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. I'm gonna take the expert that has been studying Thrawn forever than the pint sized Brit. I'm sorry. It, it's really the it's pint really size not the flex Brit. that uh, oh. I think it is. It's uh, actually pretty sad. The amount of shit that I know about this character. Also, I love how Luke has to constantly like gatekeep for Alanis. Like Alanis <laughs> can't gatekeep himself. Luke has to gatekeep for Alanis. This is how this works. <laughs> I am confident in not a lot of things, but one thing I am confident in is that Agent Callus is my bitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> can that? Can we just have that? It's just like I don't have a Luke that quote, a, but that, that should be Alanis's like. That yes. Be a yes. Yep. All Our, I know in my life is that Ka- Agent Callus is, is my, bitch. my bitch. Hey, that should be your introduction for the next episode of Sith Face. Uh, Sith Face. Hi, no, we have a running document for those. Oh, well, I would add that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, that's what I was saying. I Did nobody else get the memo besides me and Remy? Life insurance. What's your excuse for putting it off? Can't afford it? Too much hassle? Think your work coverage is enough? There's a lot of excuses for putting off life insurance, but one big reason why you shouldn't. If the unexpected were to happen to you, who would pay the mortgage, the kid's tuition, and all the other bills? In a time of grief, the last thing you would want is for your family to have to sell the house and struggle to survive financially. At Ethos, we could get you covered in just 10 minutes and boom, family protected. Rates can increase the longer you wait, so no more excuses. 
take 10 minutes today and discover the modern way to get the life insurance coverage you need. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance, up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's E-T-H-O-S-Life.com slash audio. No, we did not get did the nobody else sign a contract? No, I or was I the only that. one that had to sign the contract? I think you're the only one that had to sign Le- it legally. Uh, yeah, legally. Legally. The benefits. Tell you the benefits. You know. Anyway, speaking of benefits, Char, do you have some benefits of three interesting facts? I know that's a terrible transition, but you know, here we are. Oh yeah, I I do have some benefits for that. You know, three interesting facts about a certain rebels arc that you didn't know about until now. Part twenty-one, the honorable ones edition. Fact one: the original script idea. The script would have specified that Agent Callus was picked up by an independent trader who intercepted his distress call and that the um, that the empire had expended its allocated time to search for a missing officer demonstrating the empire's cold in human nature fact 2 the design of the beast the design of the bonzami's horn and beak is inspired by that of a truck mounted snowplow hmm. fact 3 like the one that ran over Jeremy Renner. <laughs> oh, no! Not in the middle. Oh, no! Damn, you're going to get us canceled. What the fuck? I thought we already were canceled, Luke. Why is that get canceled? That's just what happened. God damn it. This is Stephen O'Fanny. Did you not know you were a Jeremy Renner podcast? What the hell? That was so good. That was that was foul, but you got to respect it. You got to respect it. That was god tier. That was that was good. Fact three. (laughs) Char's like trying to get through this. Like fact three, motherfuckers. Ralph McQuarrie is back again. The construction sphere is almost of the same design as the imperial complex that dominates Lothal's capital city further underscoring that world's transformation into a factory for the Imperial War Machine. That's pretty cool. Huh? Cool. And and that's a three interesting I, I mean, how can we can we focus on fact three after what M said, but you know what? Here we are. No, no. Jeremy Renner. We have Jeremy, <laughs> Jeremy Renner. Renner's fact Rainbrot. number three. Jeremy Renner rain brought. So everybody blame Stardust M. Her <laughs> fault. Alright. Lannis, let's go. Oh, Grand Admiral. I don't even right, we knew this go. was well, coming. Hey, hey, all it has to have is is callus. No other um, great writing. No, there are very specific ones, but Grand Admiral, easy. Well, I can tell you now it's not going to get a Grand Admiral. I hope, I hope, I hope. And please, please fuck this up. Please, please, just please. <laughs> no, it's like, the, I can't. This is my favorite episode of Rebels. I, <laughs> it, it, yeah! It, I was like, it's Grand Admiral. It's my, it's my favorite episode. I love it. So much. I just, All I right, mean, that's only two for Grand Admiral. <laughs> you got to give it your honest opinion. Everybody else, do not be. What was not honest about it later? No, no I'm saying no. Those two <laughs> are have those two. Ba- those Bail, two please, fail. I'm begging you. Hey, hey, those two, I was expecting that. Bail. Please, See, come if on. I said Grand Admiral, you can't, you can't say I'm lying. That's true. What are you going to do? You try and prove the episode isn't good and upset the two people that said... I'm just going to do that. <laughs> yeah, alright, alright. 
<laughs> well, no, it's fine. Luke, Luke, Luke typically resorts to just silencing people. That's um, true. I'll well, especially when it comes to anything doing with Atlantis. That's 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 canon. <laughs> but yeah, I'll go with an admiral for that. It was a good episode. Not my All favorite, right. but admiral, honestly, solid. All right, that's fair. Chart. Um. Hi, Luke. Uh, it's a Grand Admiral. Um, I think it's. I think the main reason why I make it a Grand Admiral is because of. I love it when enemies or when people that hate each other come together and work things out. Yeah. That, that's my favorite part of Star yeah. Wars is when, when, when the enemy, enemy of lovers. when enemies to lovers is the best trope ever. When two people that hate each other come together to be friends, I think that's oh, one of the more than friends. Char, and then, Char, that's our that's our that's our relationship. Fly eagles fly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But um, right. I but yeah, but to sum it up, I just think that this was one of the uh, the main the the biggest points of Rebels that we've gotten so far is that we finally are getting an Imperial that's that's not just a regular Imperial, a high-ranking ISB agent Imperial that's now understanding why you know the Empire is so shitty, and yeah. that was my favorite part. So. Aerith, go ahead. Enemies to lovers, great admiral. Uh, <laughs> I was Good gonna choice. give it an admiral, but now I've got to give it a grand well, admiral. Like, no, you know, actually, no, you, actually, okay, no, yeah, Luke, no, honest no, opinions, no, honest no, opinions. No, you can't fucking lie on this podcast. Yeah, I was gonna do a bait and switch. You should have. I actually really do enjoy this episode. I've watched it four separate times. Oh, four separate times. It's a twice, really high twice, number for Luke, say, everybody. I will, I will say twice hey, because I could not come up with a question. Because that is true. That's canon. I just I I don't usually connect, but after watching it four times, it's a grand animal. Bale, how does it feel that you're the only person? And, and with Alanis only slightly <laughs> threatening him. <laughs> only a little bit. Wait, so I just imagine, like, I just imagine, like, Atlantis is at, like, Luke's house right now, has a gun, like, pointed at beyond the camera, like, you better give it a fucking No, no, she, she has, she has, like, a, a sniper, a sniper. No, 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 I have No, she's got it bugged. Yeah, yeah, she's got it bugged. Yeah, this entire time, I have it set to So, you might be joking, but she might actually have a gun. Crosshair's. Crosshair's what? up in the yeah. Uh, yeah, in the rafters, yeah. in, 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 in the trees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah or that clone like... from the Bad Batch episode. Oh my god! Oh, I'm kidding. We're not actually friends. Uh, lover, uh, uh, enemies to friends. I hate you. Friends. Enemies to lovers. Someone Luke. start god. the Ao3 tag. All right. Pod one's Ao3. Okay. Oh god. All right. <laughs> that is gonna be it for this episode. Uh. All right. Stop. <laughs> Oh my god, I I cannot handle this right now. All right. Um uh M, where can the good people follow you? Char. I'm gonna... I didn't do anything, I swear. Oh my god. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Char's number one fan. Is yeah, ironically named Charlie, Car- you know Charlie. Huh. Huh. We, huh. we didn't know he had some Char Char J stands. Char. Anyway. Charges is using chat GPT this entire time, just copy pasting comments into the chat. M, go ahead. Oh no! He died again. What a great moment! Go straight to M, and we just get 
the silent treatment. Hey, at least she's happy. Hey, hey look, that look. is true. Hey, look can somebody look, screenshot look, that? Look how happy she is. Look she looks that. so happy. Also, Luke, Atlanta. we should go to the elephant road to the British disease. Like, no. is it? So, no, like, we'll go to we'll go to we'll go to the British disease, the colonizer later. So, like, I'm uh, imagining. All right, I'm gonna make this quick. Um, you can follow me at Nada Kyber everywhere. You can follow me at Discovering the Galaxy on TikTok. Uh, you can follow me at is Agent Callus back on uh, uh, Twitter, and you can listen to me at Sith Face at Sith Face Pod. What? Jesus. All right. Uh, Bail. Where can the good people follow you? Uh, you can just find me at Grandmaster Bail on everything, and weekly here for Game of Thrones reactions. Yep. Uh, you can follow Stardust M on literally everything. Stardust M. Twitter is at underscore Stardust M now. Good job. Also, uh, I love how you're doing all her all her information. I just love oh, I'm literally like actually I was literally pulling it up like as... that's there you go. <laughs> I was like I gotta promote oh, bestie. Sat. All right, all right, all right. Now she can promote her stuff. All right, now you promote your stuff. <laughs> Even though we totally did not promote your stuff for you. Yeah. Thank you. Sorry, my Wi-Fi has been so shit tonight. I don't know why, but it's all right. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Scaram at underscore Stardustm on TikTok at Stardustm. And uh, you can also listen to my podcast, Kessel Run Relay, uh, on anywhere you find podcasts. And we're some variation of like Kessel Run Relay on all social media. So, all right, Harith. Well, you can find me at Harith Productions on TikTok and Instagram, Harith underscore edits on Twitter. And of course, you can find me here on the pod ones. Can I do this any faster? Oh, he didn't, he didn't say Hive. He hasn't you... been saying wow. Hive. Wow. Because who's been using Hive, honestly, since Twitter is still alive? That's Let's fair. be 100% honest here. Come on. Char, where can the good people follow you on the social medias? Good people can find me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at CharCharJ, as spelled right here. And you can find oh. me here at the Pod Ones podcast every Thursday night as we cover our Star Wars Rebels rewatch. Next week, we'll be covering Season 2, Episode 18, Shroud of Darkness. Also, uh, Luke, I'm surprised you didn't say fantastic people. Because Char wants fantastic not, people, apparently. Fuck the fantastic people. I don't care. Hey, I'm that's not, not nice. Apologize today. right now. <laughs> no, no. Apologize. <laughs> Apologize. Uh, you guys can follow all, uh, us at the Pod Ones on all of our social social media platforms: TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, if you guys like what you see and this is your first time being here, thank you for being here. Um, like, comment, subscribe, hit the bell uh, so that you don't miss any of our new content. Uh, but that's gonna be it for this one, guys. And uh, may the force be with you. Always. See you guys. Paid actor portrayal. I didn't see it coming. Life can be so unpredictable. After losing my dad, it made me think about my family if something were to happen to me. The mortgage, car payments, and all the other bills. Even things like our annual summer vacation would be out of reach. I had heard about life insurance through Ethos and how easy it was to get coverage. They were right. I knew it was time to stop putting it off and get life insurance right now. I got on my computer and went to ethoslife.com. In just 10 minutes, I was covered. And boom, family protected. Thanks to Ethos, my family won't have to worry about the bills if the unpredictable happens to me. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's ethoslife.com slash audio. Life insurance. What's your excuse for putting it off? Can't afford it? Too much hassle? Think your work coverage is enough? 
There's a lot of excuses for putting off life insurance, but one big reason why you shouldn't. If the unexpected were to happen to you, who would pay the mortgage, the kids' tuition, and all the other bills? In a time of grief, the last thing you would want is for your family to have to sell the house and struggle to survive financially. At Ethos, we could get you covered in just 10 minutes and boom, family protected. Rates can increase the longer you wait, so no more excuses. Take 10 minutes today and discover the modern way to get the life insurance coverage you need. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's ethoslife.com slash audio.